Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you work, serve, volunteer in a ministry anywhere, this is the podcast for you. Doesn't matter what part of ministry you're in, doesn't matter if you're in a missions organization, evangelistic association, if you're at a church, whatever it is, this is the podcast you need to be subscribing to, listening to on a regular basis, real practical talk about serving in the ministry. Listen, today's topic is, is a cool one. It's Here it is. My leader wants the impossible. My leader wants the impossible. Listen, that happens a lot in ministry. We're like, man, what is my leader talking about? What are they asking? They have gone crazy. Do they have any idea what it takes to do that? I mean, blah, 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 blah. And there's lots of reasons why that. Of course, there are things that are impossible. No, you can't fit 10,000 people into a 100-square-foot building. You can't take, if you're in technical world like I am, you cannot take the entire contents of your 60-terabyte server and put it on a thumb drive. There are some impossibilities, but that's not what we're talking about, not the unreasonable, the crazy things. We're talking about the idea today of is something impossible? Is it actually impossible? Let, let, let's get into it. The goal, uh, if the goal of your life is to never grow, never expand, never increase, then this is not the podcast for you. You should shut this thing down right now. But remaining the same, not affecting any more lives, never growing, never expanding the gospel, that's not usually the goal of a ministry. Any ministry, unless its leadership is you know living in fear or it's just completely given up, have you listen to this? Have you ever really considered that for yourself? Is expansion and growth really a part, really a part of the way you think? No matter where you're at in ministry, is growing or the fact that in the future there will be more of this? Has that ever really occurred to you? Whether you're a, 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 on a cleaning staff and, and you're cleaning your corporate offices or you're, or you're, you're serving in a music ministry or you're an associate uh, a pastor, have you ever considered that where we're at right now is not all we're going to be doing in the future? That's important to think about. Every person on the team needs to be thinking about that, that this is not it. We have not stopped Growing. You know what? Good leaders think that way, which is what drives leaders to make changes. If a leader wants to protect what's going on, they bring in restrictions. But if they want to grow it and increase it, they bring in new ideas, which honestly sometimes can drive a person crazy, especially if you feel like you just got a handle on the idea that they gave you, you know, two years ago <laughs> or, or two months ago. And uh, that's really where we want to start today because for some of us, those ideas that our leaders bring in seem absolutely crazy. What happens when a new idea hits you, hits your air? Your leader tosses out the idea and it gets filtered down to you and you grab hold of it and your response is this, this is not possible. You start this thought process going on. They don't have a clue how this works. They don't understand any of the time it takes to get this done. They don't know that you can't find volunteers to do that kind of work. That work is specific and it's technical and it's hard. There's no way to fit this in our schedule. There is no way. Hmm. Listen, side note here, our initial responses to things in life are a very big clue to who we are. Whether fear or enthusiasm, defensiveness or openness, 
Our true nature escapes into our thoughts before we really have time to hide it. You really want to know who you are? Look at the very first thought that enters your head on anything. When Listen, so let, let, I'll, let's get off the side note. When we come to a place in our thinking that something is impossible, we have not encountered an obstacle. We've encountered an opportunity. It's an opportunity of growth. The impossible is not an obstacle. It's an opportunity depending on how you've seen it. Now, on the pot, how you see the opportunity, I'm sorry, how you see the impossibility. There you go. Let me get my words straight. We've talked about on previous podcasts about growth and that if you're going to grow, you've got to take in the materials of growth. You know, if you're going to grow from an infant to a full-size person, well, you got to take in food and vitamins and minerals and proteins and all kinds of stuff. You can't just remain exactly as you are and increase. There are things, materials that come into your life. The same thing happens with your mind. When you were born, you didn't have the ability to speak, didn't have the ability to walk, to drive a car, to balance your checkbook. Some of you may not be able to balance your checkbook now, but... Anyway, if you ever got more than what you are as an infant, you took in information. You took in things. As an infant, it was impossible for you to drive a car at six months old. It was possible for you to walk. But now that you may be older, hopefully you can drive correctly. Hopefully. You know, that may be, for some of you may be asking a lot. But listen, in ministry, in ministry, same thing. Growth requires accepting new ways of thinking. So what my lead, so let, let's pick this back up. What my leader wants is impossible. And I want to I introduce this thought to you. Is it really? Is it really? I found myself in this position over the years. And I'm sad to say, I, I, I hate it that I was like this, but I, I see what happened. My leader would, would, would say, hey, I, I, we need to do this or we should be doing this. And, this. and I'm thinking, there's no way. There's no way. And you know, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes up to, to this thought process, this, this thing I want to lay down right here. Nothing is possible in your actions until it's first possible in your mind. Now, that is a universal principle. That is how people grow spiritually. That is how people commit sin. That is how people fall apart. Nothing is, impo- nothing is possible until it's first in your mind. You know, I got married at one time. That's because I thought being married was a possibility for me. I'm going to go out later. I'm going to get in my truck. I'm going to start it because I feel like it's possible that my truck will start. And if I know, if in my mind I'm convinced that there's no way I'm going to be able to start that truck, I'm not even going to try because it is an impossibility. Listen, if you can't see something as a, as a possibility, you cannot have it in reality. If you don't feel like you can grow, if you don't feel like you can overcome your past, if you don't feel like you can get closer to God, if you don't feel like you can handle any more responsibility, if you can't put that idea in your mind, you can definitely not have it in your life. And that 
is why so many things from our leaders seem impossible. You see, they're growing. They're expanding. They're looking for new ways, and they know that they can't continue with the same things they're doing today and be twice the size tomorrow. It's impossible to do that. You're going to have to take in new ideas, new growth, new things. So as they begin to propagate those new ideas, those new ways of thinking, those new procedures, new methods down to your department, to where you're volunteering, to your area of the ministry where your responsibility is, you've got to begin to accept that, that this is possible. Now, if there are actually things that are impossible, I talked about and mentioned that to start a podcast, but often we classify things as impossible based solely on our history but not on our expectations. And that's where we really get in a problem. We say, you know what? This is uh, my current limits, my current resources, my current knowledge base, uh, um, my current people that, 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 that volunteer with me or that, or that serve under me as a staff member. With what I have, what my leader is asking is impossible. And that is probably true. If it was possible, it probably wouldn't be growth. Not that they're, you know, we can't get more efficient in some things, but I think you know what I'm saying. The fact that it is is more, the fact that it is growing, the fact that it is expanding means what you have is not going to make that work. Currently, it is impossible with what you have, but if you'll put in your mind that this thought, that what they're asking me is possible, how can I make it happen? What changes do I need to make? to bring what they're looking at to pass. If you're going to grow, you're going to have to take in new materials for growth, training, volunteers, new ideas, new methods. You can't just base what your future is going to be like on your current set of resources. And in our minds, that's what often traps us in the thought that what my leader is asking is impossible. You know, if if we stay, I, I, I don't know, I, I just feel like I need to say it a different way. If we stay exactly the same, we'll stay exactly the same. If all I do, if all I learn, if I stop learning, I stop growing, I stop expanding, I am currently at my limit. There is no more for me. And in your thought process, if you're not in in your own personal life, in your personal time, in, in the way you see where you're volunteering and serving in ministry, if you're not thinking in your mind that growth and expansion in this area is right, is good, and is coming, then you're never going to be able to grab hold of the idea that what your leader is asking you to do is possible. You know, if you're serving in a youth ministry and they're like, look, you know, uh, you're, you're over the, the, you know, sixth grade boys, man, I'm telling you what, we want to, we want to expand that out. We're going to do this with it and that. And you think there's no way. Well, there is if you bring in an extra volunteer there, there is, if you train someone up to help you, there is growth, there is expansion. It is possible. You've got to, man, you've got to really watch and guard after those initial responses. So let me ask you this. Your leader comes to you and says, this is what I want to do. Your thought process is, oh man, that there's no way. There's too much time, too much cost, too much effort. Let me ask you this. Put this thought process into your mind. 
Are you sure it's impossible? Are you really sure that you can't do this? Are you really sure that there's no one that can do this? Listen, if we let me, let me say it this way. God uses our leaders to help us grow, to help us think outside the box, to help us think out of our own limits. Sometimes we can do that on our own, but sometimes we need others to help us do that. And, and uh, sometimes it's the fact that our leaders don't understand all the details of what they're saying. That's the very reason why they can see past those limits because they're not stuck in this rut of thinking that the only way to, to do media ministry is this way. Or the only way to, to handle uh, 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 the shipping department is, is this way. The only way to learn this song is this way. Well, maybe not. Maybe there is a better way. And if in your mind, you have the thought process that, you know what, I'm going to have to learn new things. In six months, I, I, I'm serving here as, as a children's church leader, and, and, and I teach the first and second grade girls and boys. You know what? In six months, I'm expecting there's going to be more kids here. I'm going to learn how to do some new things. And I better probably start, start looking around at, at people I know and talking to my leadership and find out, is there an assistant I can bring in? You know what? I, in the technology field that I'm in, at my ministry, if you've dealt with technology, you know how quickly it changes. I have to attend one or two seminars a year. I watch tutorials online, and a lot of things come out, Facebook user groups, forums that I subscribe to, a lot of, uh, of uh, blogs and things that I read about technical stuff because it moves so fast. Part of my job, I mean, it is a requirement every single week that I am at work, that I spend X amount of hours simply in research. Why? Because in the, especially in the technology field, if I skip three months, I am behind. I have no idea what technologies are out, no idea what, what's going on, no idea if, I, if the product I'm about to buy is even going to be viable a year from now. But here, here, here is what I really research on and what I really look to understand is solutions to problems I don't even know exist yet. Because I'm thinking what I'm doing today is not going to continue to be the only way we do things. I'm going to have to add technologies. I'm going to have to add possibilities. I'm going to have to add new options. I'm out there looking because I am expecting my leadership to say, hey guys, what we're doing is great, but it's time for some more. What we're doing is great, but I was praying and I'm seeing some bigger things. I'm seeing some better things. I'm expecting that their dreams are going to need, ooh, listen to this, to be fulfilled by someone. And I'm expecting to be able to say yes when they say, can we? I say, yeah, now we'll need this, this, and this, but we can't do it. Well, we'll start to have to bring in more volunteers, but we can certainly do that. We can get there. It may take me six weeks. It may take me two months, but I can get there. I can get us there. I know how to do it. I just need to start working it out. Let me just tell you, I have been in the past, and I regret this, the person that my leader is saying, Chad, I want to do this, and I'm saying there's no way. I regret being the person, listen to this, that is restraining their hopeful expectation of growth. I hate that I used to be that person in some areas. And I'm going to be honest with you about this. So you see my mistake and you, you may not like it either. I was that way out of arrogance. You see, by definition, arrogance will narrow your perspective. 
it, it limits the amount of things you're even willing to look at. And that is the path to being growthless, to never growing again. Is that arrogance? You know what I'm saying? I, I was the person who was not really telling my leader, hey, whatever you want, I'm ready to go. I'm the one, oh, listen to what I'm about to say now. I'm the one who is restricting them from doing things wrong. Now, let me tell you something. That, my friend, is arrogance. That is ego all day long. Just arrogance. Just just pure prideful arrogance. It is never the job, your job to restrict your leaders. It is your job to empower them, to help them. And this idea that my what my leader is asking is impossible is one of the ways we, we restrict them. And I'm so fortunate that my leaders have been patient with me. And, and, and they've, they've not said, well, Chad, God bless. See you later, son. I'm going to pay you for the next 30 days. Go find a new job. You know, I'm so, I'm so blessed that that didn't happen. But I regret that I was that person. And I'm telling you, if you're in that position, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's arrogant. It's arrogant. You, you assume that God has picked the wrong leader, that God cannot use them, and that everything you know in your mind is the only truth that's out there. That's arrogance. It is a limit. It narrows your perspective. It stops your growth. It will never work. Now, listen, if you found yourself in this position, if what I've said so far has struck a chord with you, here's what I want you to do. If you find yourself struggling with some of the things that your leader is asking you, as on every podcast, the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is you need to be in prayer. And here's what you do. You, you, you for sure need to pray over yourself. God, help me understand. Holy Spirit, help me see the right things. But you need to be praying over your leader's vision. You need to make it your responsibility to cover what they want to do in prayer, to call it out, to speak forth its blessing, that it's going to come true, to pray for the resources, wisdom, and understanding to make their hopes and dreams come true. And God will begin to do something in your life. Here's a couple of other things. First of all, stop disrespecting your leader. Respect your leader. Don't ever let yourself reject their hope of growth. My goodness, don't be that person that is, they're thinking to themselves, well, I got to go talk to Chad about this. I better pray, man. You know how Chad is. Every time I tell him something, he's like, oh, oh, there's no way. And oh, okay, I don't know how we're going to do this. It's like every time I tell Chad about something I want to do, there's just no hope in him. Guys, oh my goodness, don't be that. As a leader who has staff up on, uh, that, that work for me and volunteers that serve with me, I'm just telling you, don't be that person. It is such an, oh, such a joy as a leader to go to the people under you and say, this is what I want to do. And they're like, dude, that's awesome. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we are going to nail that. Let's go figure it out. Let me just say, it is, oh, it's just, it's just wonderful as a leader when you have people under you that like that. Here's another thing. Stop setting yourself up as the restrictor of your leader. It's not your job to ensure that they lead correctly. Listen, God called them, not you, 
We've talked about that in other podcasts. You let the leader lead, okay? If you're just just firmly set that your leader is an idiot, you're in the wrong place. And it's probably not your leader. It's probably you. I know there's such thing as bad leaders, guys. I, I've, I've, that's happened. In fact, two of the people that I grew up under in, in the ministry that were my leaders, they're not even in the ministry anymore. There was problems and stuff. So I, I've, I've experienced that. I understand that there is such a thing as a bad leader. It's You just need to be humble. Stop being their restrictor. God, they answer to God, not to you. And, and next thing, imagine, th- this, is, this is something that's very important. You need to imagine, see in your mind, their ideas succeeding. And then begin to look for the way to do that. You know, ju- just recently, uh, uh, it, it was asked, hey, Chad, can we do this? And I said, oh, uh, I was telling our lead pastor. I was like, the answer is yes. It will take X amount of time. I'm not in in a place where I can do that amount of time right now with our department. However, we will begin to work that direction. And my pastor said, okay, Chad, good deal. He's happy that I gave him a yes, not because he's just sitting around looking for yes. He wants to know what what's the deal is. Now, if it's about to cost $30 million to do that one idea, he's like, no, it's not worth that to me. That's not what I'm trying to do. But it, is there a way I can make it happen? I explain what it'll take, and he's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll let the leader decide if, if that's worth it. And he said it is worth it, so we're going to start pursuing that. We're going to start moving that direction, trying to make that happen. It's a simple thing. It's really not even that big a deal, but it was to him, so it's now a big deal to me. And I can see myself. I had to see myself succeeding, getting some volunteers, getting some other things in place to help me do that, exploring and studying some new ways to get this done. We're going to make it. Listen to this. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Growth often requires us to start a process we we don't fully understand. But it's not until you begin to take the steps of honoring your leader, putting down your own limitations, saying, you know what, if I've got to take on some new learning, if I've got to grow some areas, if I've got to bring someone in better than me, so that my leader can succeed, as you begin to take those steps, God will absolutely begin to bless it. He's going to help you divinely. And this is what I mean by that. You're simply going to have some understanding, some solutions, some victories in this area that you did not earn. You can only chalk them up to the fact that God has done this. And that's good and that's right. That's what we want to do. So today, listen, there may be some requests, maybe some things that, that, that your ministry leaders want to do. If your initial thought is, there's no way, let's put that thing in check. Let's don't let that kind of thought process grow. It's not our job to restrict our leaders. It's our job to help them, to empower them, to do the vision God has called them to. And that, that listen, that is in every department, every place in ministry. This is not like my, my pastor wants to do missions, so I'm the new missions. Listen, this applies to the cleaning crew. This applies to ushers. This applies to people in the shipping department. This applies to people in the IT department. Everywhere there is a person that serves, this applies. You ought to be looking to growth. And when your leader comes and says, I got a new idea, a new thing, you say, I am ready. Or if I'm not ready, man, I'm going to start getting ready. That's a good thing. 
Listen, if you've enjoyed the podcast today, please let me know. You can, uh, you can email us, uh, ministrystaffpodcast at gmail.com. You can jump on the web and just send us a message through the website, ministrystaffpodcast.com, and uh, subscribe to the podcast. Check it out. Share it with a friend, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.